Hello and welcome to Parently, where we tap into the unique experiences and perspectives of parents to celebrate the joys and honor the challenges of child rearing. With new interviews each week, this is a podcast for moms and dads seeking an empowering community and a little levity. Now here's your host, Kelsey Higgins. Hello and welcome to Parently. Today's guest is Jay Edo. He is an international entrepreneur, a teacher of practical philosophy, and a children's book author. He teaches modern lessons through Bible stories and believes one generation of conscious parents can change the world. How inspiring is that? Jay, welcome to Parently. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you on a really interesting topic. I can't wait to dive into it, but let's start with a little bit of uh, background. I understand you grew up in Southern California. Is that correct? That's right. And what did you think? Did you enjoy growing up there? What was your childhood like? Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, my childhood. I mean, it's beautiful. I'm still, I'm, I'm here now, you know, I've been traveling, but I'm here now because, uh, it's just a beautiful place to be. Um, the people are amazing. The weather's always great. Um, and yeah, I grew up in a in a Christian household, and um, you know, with certain with certain beliefs. And um, you know, I've kind of had this cozy Southern California to to like allow me to um, you know expand as a human being over the years. And um, yeah, I'm excited to to share more. Awesome. And so you're in California uh, today. Do you have any you know, significant others, family, pets, friends? Who do you want to who do you want to tell us about? Yeah, I mean, I have uh, amazing friends. I have my parents um, are still a very important part of my life. Uh, you know, I have amazing friends who who have kind of nurtured um, a path where, you know, where I felt safe so that I can kind of grow out of my shell. And so I think a, a, a group of friends that um, have really allowed me to blossom has been a very important part of my life. And, you know, I'm super grateful to um, have been able to, you know, attract that to myself. Sure. That's great. Do you live within, uh, are you close to your parents, like physically? Are you able to see them often? You know, I'm I'm getting ready to go see them at the beginning of the month. They live in Arkansas at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, and so um, I'm actually going to go visit them for the first time in a while. So I'm looking forward awesome. to it. Awesome. Yeah. I've never been to Arkansas. Oh, it's beautiful. They call it the natural state. The the natural? The natural state. That's their oh, like, motto. Lovely. Okay, I'll I'll put it on my list. Okay, Jay, tell me a little bit about your education, experience, career. How did you get to where you are today, uh, you know, publishing a, a children's book and, and everything that led up to that? Yeah, I mean, uh, my background is really in construction. Um, I went to carpentry school in Arkansas, actually. and oh, cool. um, And then so for a while, I was just um, like a general contractor. And I really, that was my, my biggest or my best skill. But I, honestly, I wasn't that great at it. I was just kind of making things work. You weren't um, that great at it. 
I wasn't that great at the bet the the thing that I did best. I wasn't that great at it. So, um, and then I I was I was actually having a lot of physical pain also because of it. So, um, I started to explore other paths of generating income. So, um, there was a time where I was injured and I was like in a in um with crutches for a while. So I was laying in bed a lot, and I just expanded like um you know, into learning about e-commerce and um, selling products online. And so I started researching more of that and started drop shipping things and, um, or, and, um, you know, also just like, like buying things on clearance and selling them online. So I started just gathering a little bit of momentum doing these sort of things. And, and, uh, um, you know, that just evolved into um, more recent, just uh, building a, a company a small company where, um, you know, we're, we're manufacturing our own product and, uh, fulfilling it ourselves, uh, to consumers. And, um, and now, um, I'm in a place where I've created a system for myself for me to, um, be able to do the things that I really want to do. That, that's really the, the driving force behind everything. Like I, I, I um, you know, I just want to tell stories, you know, that I, to mm-hmm. the best of my ability, I want to tell great stories. And then, so that's where where it leads us into um, to writing the, these books that I've written is is because I want to share you know um, just a, a great story that hasn't necessarily been shared before um, that when looked through through a certain perspective um, can be quite enlightening if if uh, thought thought through accordingly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of where where I'm at with it. Awesome. So you've that 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 takes a lot of courage to, in my opinion, to do anything from an entrepreneurial standpoint. That's uh, can be a, a scary prospect. But I think it's cool how you took a um, bummer situation of being laid up and and kind of changed your path and figured out some different some different things to do. It's very cool. I like that. Okay. So you've you've done a nice setup here. Tell me about conscious Bible stories and why, why did you decide to write it? You talked a little bit about the power of stories, but why this specifically? My perspective in the Bible stories is, you know, these are the the stories that have been driving humanity for, for a very long time. You know, a large percentage of humanity um, was brought up in their childhood with um, these stories from the Mm. Bible. Uh, And so, I feel they've become quite influential in the in the background of ourselves, you know, like in our subconscious, like we're running off with the program of the belief that these stories um, are who we are and where we come from. Okay. Uh, and then so like the story of Cain and Abel, where Cain becomes so angry um, that he he literally kills his brother that we're the reader as children or, you know, the children being told the stories we're led to believe that we are the descendants of a man who couldn't control his temper and killed his brother. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, you know, this, and then this story is repeated on a loop throughout history um, and echoed, you know, and, it, and it's taken um, and it's ingrained and you can see it in the way society acts. You know, we're reacting in anger, uh, in aggression. You know, you can see it. With, I mean, that's the, the main thing with war. We don't we don't discuss things. We just, we, we kill each other. And, um, worst of all, we trick 
lower class people to kill them to kill themselves for us in order mm. to play this to, to play this game um and it's because people are you know they're running off with like that program from Kane you know the the one who couldn't control his temper and so um these stories that I've created where I just all I did was switch up the ending so I wanted to use the same characters to kind of um lead the reader to believe that you know, this could p potentially be a story too, because if you look at it from a child's perspective, he doesn't know any of the stories. So what mm. if this child knew, instead of n not knowing, um, um, from goes from not knowing any of the stories and not necessarily knowing one story or the next story, but showing them all the stories and then showing them that they are um, powerful enough to make their own choices. And then so when, I, when I'm led to, to that question, like what choice do I want to make? I want the more empowering story. I don't want this same old story where we keep running off with the momentum of our past. I want to create a more empowering story for myself and those around me. And it seems to be like kids are the way to go with this because they're the ones that can pick up and run off with things better and more efficient than I could ever just because, you know, of the, of, of, of the momentum of their greatness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't, it's going to sound pessimistic, but they haven't been tainted by the world yet. They still, <laughs> they, uh, there's, there's everything ahead of them, right? Exactly. For us to change, we have to filter out all our childhood traumas first. And then, you know, so they, they don't have all that mess to, to, to filter out. So it's like a lot easier for them to just see what's actual um, and evidential. Right. So you, you talk about consciousness um, from, from this perspective. So I think you, I think you touched on it a bit with what we just talked about, but what do you mean by consciousness? Like being, from what I understand, what I gathered from what you just said was being really intentional about the, the conversations we're having with children and what, we are sharing with them rather than just repeating history. That, that's my interpretation. Tell me, tell me if I'm off. No, no, you're, you're, you're right on, on the path. Uh, I mean, it's just um, like uh, the unconscious perspective would be just not, not being the observer of all the choices, just running off with um, old patterns of behavior, whether that be how our, you know, because we, we already know that kids don't do what, um, you know, we don't do what our parents tell us. We do what our parents do. And so that's the unconscious, the things that we just do that we don't even need to think about. And so the, the conscious one is just the one who who observes both both sides of the um, options and then makes it like a conscious choice, you know, a deliberate choice. Yeah. Do you, as you're talking... Jay, I'm kind of thinking about this in terms outside of Bible stories. Do you do you think this same thing kind of applies to I don't know, fairy tales or just any any story that has traditionally been passed down? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think we're all, you know, whether they're Bible stories or fiction or nonfiction, I think we're all just telling stories. And then so that's why they're they're so, you know, all the stories are very similar. And the reason they're very similar, you know, there's like this hero's journey 
in, in essentially every movie, every story. And that's because that's what we like, you know? So all we're doing as human beings is buying and selling information. And so we give the market what it demands. And so mm-hmm. the reason these stories are so similar is because that's what we want to consume. Uh, and then, but I think like we're evolving as human beings and these stories are evolving. And I think this is like a, a generational um, ability to tell stories where you're, you're still captivating the audience with a, that hero's journey. Um, but you're shifting things a bit where there isn't necessarily a, a, a victim and a perpetrator. You know, there's, there's other ways of making things compelling, telling great stories. That's really interesting. And it, it reminds me of something that recently happened in my household. So we have a, a toddler and we received a book. I think it was just a gift, uh, Hansel and Gretel. And I remember reading, or, or I, th- I thought I remembered the story of Hansel and Gretel from when I was younger. I, I don't know, perhaps I didn't, but I was reading it to my toddler and my husband and I kind of started looking at each other. We were like, this is messed up. It's it's all about the stepmom wanting the children to die. So she sends them <laughs> to a forest. But first, he, he the child gets pebbles, right? So he finds his way back to the house. And the stepmom is all upset about it. So she sends them off again. But by the way, with her 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 husband is the one doing this the children's father brings them back out to the forest but this time the little boy used breadcrumbs so he couldn't get back to the house and then they come to a witch's house and she tries to eat them and then eventually <laughs> they get back home and the stepmom is gone and the dad is so excited to see them again oh and they had found a gold chest and they brought that home to the to the dad and i was like this dad is awful and like, what? <laughs> this is such a bad story. And my husband <laughs> and I actually like took, we, we, we took the book away because we were like, this is so weird. <laughs> Why is this a children's book? Yeah, exactly. Because children don't judge anything. So they just take it. It's just fine. It's just it, As an adult reading it, it is like, this is, this is strange. I don't know why <laughs> we're doing, why we're reading this. That being said. I know that a lot of folks have probably like nostalgia for one, you know, if if it's something like Hansel and Gretel or something that they grew up with that, that they're attached to. Uh, But you, you know, you've taken a a bit of a religious um, approach. So I'm curious if you've, you know, been met with resistance by folks who, who are either nostalgic or for religious purposes, you know, disagree with changing the stories um, and, and how you've managed that, if that is the case. Truthfully, with, with everyone that I've um, uh, had the opportunity to share these stories with, it's been well-received. Wow, um, you've got a good group it, around you. I really do. And I've, you know, I've been traveling and I've been sharing, sharing these stories, you know, that, um, and, um, they're, they've been well-received, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm either, you know, delusional and gravitating just in my, in my own little bubble. Um, and you know, it's not out, I, you know, it's, it's not out to the public. I can imagine that it would, um, you know, it would, it, it would potentially, um, make people feel uncomfortable in a sense. Um, but I feel that once they understand where I'm coming from, where, 
it's just a sense of where I'm telling stories and it's just a different perspective and it's not personal. Um, and also, you know, there's, there's plenty of stories that I don't like. Mm. Um, and so I just feel like we should all have an opportunity to share a story and allow people to not like it. Let me ask you this, Jay, how did your parents, um, adjust to all of this, knowing that they had, you know, shared these stories with you as a child. And then as an adult, you're like, Hey, this is like, this isn't cool. I don't, I don't think we should keep doing it this way. Were they, did they take it personally or did they have that perspective? That's a great question. Yeah, this has been, um, so, you know, my, my, the relationship with my parents has really improved in the last five years. So this has been like an evolution where it's just recent that I share these stories are recent. I wrote these stories just last year. So it's all new that I'm sure I'm even sharing these stories, but, um, because I've, I've been changing in my outside, in my outside world where, and, you know, I've developed such a strong relationship with my parents where, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm encouraging them and, and, uh, just, uh, allowing them to see a part of themselves they didn't see themselves where they you know because we just we sell ourselves short you know as we tend to sell ourselves short and they're always second guessing themselves that they didn't do enough so I've been able to build the relationship with them where I'm I'm stimulating um the good things that they've that they've done um that they didn't give themselves enough credit for and so um you know when I did share this story um it was very well received you know, um, yeah, they, they, because they see what I'm doing. I'm just like, what if I'm just saying, what if, what if it was like this? I'm just asking a question. It's like, um, you know, it's like getting mad at a puppy, like, or, or like a baby just asking like an innocent, uh, curious question. Um, and so I think, you know, even with my parents and, and their, their core beliefs, um, you know, I think I was able to, in a sense, soften the blow because you know they know me so well at this point sure and they they trust your intentions exactly which may as you said may be a little bit different when it is available to you know the public at large and not everyone knows you or or knows your heart or your intentions uh that could be a a little bit different sure so you said you've been traveling and kind of promoting the book what is what does that look like like where are you traveling who are you talking to yeah I mean I'm just going where I'm gravitated to so right now I'm in a very um unique opportunity to be able to um just write on a daily basis and so uh something that I want to do is travel and change scenery for myself so to inspire creativity and so um you know, I, I, I started last year doing this at the end of last year, like September, you know, I started in Costa Rica at like this, um, you know, in the city and uh, moved into like this kind of a community of people traveling and doing business. And um, it's actually where I met Vipka, who's listening, listening to us right now. Um, who shout out to my, Vipka. Shout out to Vipka, you know, who, <laughs> who is now, um, you know, who, who's become my agent. So um, you know, we, we've developed a great friendship and relationship just because, 
you know, we're, we're both people who are, are traveling and working a business and, and uh, looking to be inspired and create things um, that are greater than ourselves. And so, um, you know, I've created a lot of great bonds just like this and uh, uh, just, just traveling and surrounding myself around people and really listening to people and getting to know people and building real, uh, a real bond with people. And, you know, it just so, so happens that when I find that, that when you're traveling and you come across people who are traveling, people are just more open, more willing to be vulnerable and mm. uh, more genuine in a sense, more genuine, more, more willing to um, uh, not judge things um, and just kind of allow things to be. And so that's really true. Uh, Why do you think that is? Um, I think it's just, it's a different mentality, you know, like you're, you're, you're not judging people from your, your, your little town or your, your city or, you know, because we don't, we hardly even make eye contact with people on the street. So um, I just feel like when people are traveling, we have like, we want to meet people. We want to make eye contact with people. We want to have these interactions. And so we're, more, we're just more, more open. Um, mm. So it's just like a different kind of uh, human being who's, who's, who's out there more, you know, exploring more, you know, getting outside of what's comfortable. Cause obviously, you know, sometimes while traveling, things can get, um, you know, sometimes lonely or uncomfortable situations, you know, but we're able to break through a lot of those things and learn a lot from ourselves because we, we do expose ourselves in that sense. Um, and so, you know, I just think it's just, uh, it just comes more natural to, to allow that to, to flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I think you're probably right. I'm, I'm not sure I've ever thought about that before, but in, in my experience, that does seem to be the case. Uh, so you mentioned Jay, that you are, that you're still writing. Are you, are you writing for your this specific book the conscious bible stories or are you is that done and it's going to be out at some point or are you still creating that um i've created uh the 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 first five stories of the bible you know through like adam and eve and um god mm -hmm. and the devil and uh cain and abel uh and then now i'm just writing like elaborating on these ideas more so i'm just releasing those like in blog posts or um just social media content um, just as far as like elaborating on how I've come up with, you know, these conclusions or where they stem from or where they're going or just, just kind of being more playful with my writing. They're just going to be five children's books, um, that I'm working on releasing. Um, the first to be available July 12th, which is the Cain and Abel story. That's right around the corner. We've been working hard behind Congratulations. the scenes. So I'm very excited to have it released. And then, you know, at some point shortly after that, you know, it's just an illustration that takes a little bit of time. So that, that's been the, the delay, but um, I think we're getting quite in the flow of things. Now, okay. So you, you don't I illustrate do yourself? I do not illustrate myself. I'm working with, with a friend. I, I would offer to help out, but you don't <laughs> want to see that. So <laughs> let that lie. When it does come out, where can folks... Okay. And you also mentioned your social media. So let's talk a little bit. If someone wanted to kind of see um get, get a little bit more taste for your style and and you where can they find you on yeah so media? you can sign up for our newsletter uh through consciousbiblestories.com and uh we're also on instagram at conscious bible stories 
with underscores in between the words conscious bible stories where where's your book gonna be where can uh it it's gonna be available on amazon on our website consciousbiblestories.com very cool Jay, what's next? Are you are you going to work your way through the whole <laughs> Bible? What's what's going to happen after the first You know, that's a good five? question. I've thought about it, and I've started kind of t- tinkering with other stories. Um, right now, I feel like the, this is the core of this of the of like where our history stems from. You know, these are like the the most repeated. I feel. Um, I feel like maybe I'll, sure. you know, cause I love the stories so much. So I really, I want to be thoughtful about what I do with them. You know, like I'm, I'm a big fan of like the, the Samson story or, you know, King David, um, and Goliath, you know, like there's these great stories, um, that I'm excited to kind of yeah. take apart and put back together. But, you know, I haven't, I haven't dedicated too much time to it, to be honest. I, I mean, you have such an interesting background with, your construction and kind of entrepreneurship and e-commerce and writing. I mean, is, is writing where your heart is or do you think you'll explore other passions? You know, I love writing. I love writing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was excited to be able to, to create um, a book, you know, because I've been wanting to create a book for so long, but I've never really been able to piece anything together or put anything together. Um, so I'm excited to to see where it goes, and and once it's released, I feel it'll it'll kind of unblock something within myself, you know, just because it's something that I've been holding on to for so long, and finally I've been able to release it. So I feel it'll create space for me to create more things that I'm into, and um and I'm exploring, you know, what what I really want to devote devote my time to and create as much value for myself and those around me. Um, is really is really something that sure. that drives this this uh, passion of mine. That's awesome. I I just I enjoy speaking with you. It's so different from just the the day to day kind of corporate <laughs> hubbub that so many folks deal with, you know. And and um, I just I think it's a really interesting perspective and lifestyle, and it's it's inspiring. And I can't wait to see what you do next thanks kelsey yeah I, I, that means a lot i'm really glad that we had the opportunity to speak i'm really enjoying um talking to you as well you're easy to talk to and um i'm really grateful for you having me on so thank you so much i i appreciate you taking the time uh thank you jay and to all of the listeners thank you for joining as well i invite you to tune in again next week for another insightful conversation and if you haven't already done so please be sure to subscribe rate and review see you next time